0: In Parsha's Pinchas, we have the story of the B'noist Slavchad coming and claiming that they wanted a portion of the inheritance in Eretz Yisroel. Since they didn't have any brothers, and they felt that their family deserves a portion of Eretz Yisroel, Moshe Rabbeinu brings their case in front of Hashem. Rashi, on these words, Vayakriv Moshe's Mishpoton, explains that Moshe Rabbeinu had forgotten the halacha, and he was being paid back or punished over here for the fact that in, uh, on another occasion, he had said... When he was appointing judges that they should judge the people, he said, rakosh, anything too difficult you'll bring to me. So here he was being punished and paid back that he had actually forgotten the halacha. Rashi then gives another explanation and says that really this parsha and this halacha should have also been written through Moshe Rabbeinu. The benoist Slav chad they merited that it should come through them. Seemingly what Rashi is trying to explain is the difficulty of how does it make sense that Moshe Rabbeinu at the end of the 40th year still doesn't know these halachas of the dinim of nachalos, of inheritance and so on. And for this Rashi is explaining that either he forgot the halacha or that there was a particular reason why it should come through B'nai the special schus. However the question is we find a number of times in the Torah, even before this case where doesn't know a certain halacha. And Rashi doesn't come along and tell us that he forgot the halacha because it's just obvious that he was not told the halacha yet. So the question is, why do we have to say over here that he forgot the halacha? Also, the second period that Rashi says that it was a special schus that came through Benoist Slavchot. Needs clarification. Rashi is again seemingly trying to explain why Moshe Rabbeinu didn't know this halacha, why this halacha wasn't given to him. But again, in other places, Rashi does not seem to be bothered by this. The Rebbe also asks on the Dibra Maschel of Rashi, why Rashi needs the word Es Mishpaton, Vayyakriv Moshe Es Mishpaton, why couldn't Rashi just say Vayyakriv Moshe? The Rebbe also asks that in Parsha's Ba by Pesach Sheini, we also have a similar situation, where it says that this Parsha should have been written down, should have been said through Moshe Rabbeinu, but the people that said that they were Tomei, and said Loma Nigora, so they had the s'chus that it should be said because of them, and the Rebbe asks why in our Rashi is the expression that it should be written because of them, and it wasn't written, and it should have been written through Moshe Rabbeinu, whereas by Pesach Sheini the expression is Lehei Omer, that it should have been said through Moshe Rabbeinu. And finally the Rebbe asks, as we know from other places, when Rashi brings two explanations, it's always because there's a certain difficulty with each one, and that's why Rashi needs both of them, and the first one will always be the one that's closer to Pshut Ishal mikra. So how do we understand that in this particular case? So the Rebbe says, the explanation is, the actual fact that Moesha Rabinu had a doubt in a certain halacha I said before, that's not a surprise. We could always say that he didn't hear it from Hashem yet. And even at the end of the 40th year, there's absolutely no problem with saying this. In fact, we have certain halachis and later parashis where it's exactly the same case. Rashi's problem over here is with the expression of the posok. It says, es mishpoten. It doesn't say he brought their matter in front of Hashem as devoron or something like that. Rather, as Mishpoton, which means the word mishpat means their law. Mishpat is usually the end verdict of a case, so it's not speaking about just bringing their arguments, but it sounds like that the mishpat, the law, was already brought in front of Hashem. That seems to imply that Moshe Rabbeinu had known already the law. Moshe Rabbeinu knew the halacha. So why does he have to bring it now in front of Hashem? This is why Rashi is telling us that in fact Moshe Rabbeinu knew the halacha, but he had forgotten it. If that's the case, we need to understand once we establish that he knew the halacha. And that's why we're using this expression. And in fact, that's why Rashi brings this as part of the Dibur HaMashchil Mishpaton. But the question then becomes, why should Moesha Rabbeinu forget this halacha? And for this Rashi answers that he was actually being punished for the way he had spoken on another occasion. However, the problem with this pirush, for which Rashi is going to need to bring another pirush is, because this thing that Waish Rabbeinu said, "Adavar Akasha, that all difficult matters you should bring to me was all the way in the beginning of the 40 years. This forgetting of the halacha is all the way at the end of the 40 years. Shouldn't have this happened much sooner? Shouldn't have Moesha Rabbeinu been paid back much sooner? Yidin should have seen the lesson, should have taken the lesson of Moesha Rabbeinu being paid back for speaking like that at a much sooner time. Why was it delayed for so much, all the way till the end of the 40 years? And that's why Rashi brings another explanation. According to Rashi's second explanation, different to the way we thought originally, that Rashi is giving us another interpretation that not that he forgot the halacha, but rather this halacha should have been given through B'noi slavchad for a particular reason, the Rebbe is now saying, no, according to this Peter, we're also saying that Moishe Rabbeinu forgot the halacha. Why did he forget the halacha? Not as a punishment, but for a totally different reason. The reason is that B'noi slavchad were zoichot that it should be written down because of them, meaning to say... That of course it was said to Moshe Rabbeinu before. And that's why Rashi doesn't say that this Pasha should have been said through Moshe Rabbeinu. Rather, was speaking about how it was written down. Yes, it was said to Moshe Rabbeinu originally by Hashem, like everything else. But there's a particular reason, a particular schus that the B'noi slav had, had, that now it's going to be written down because of them. However, the problem with this Pirish is, Why is it that just because of the schus of B'noi Tzlovchot, Moshe Rabbeinu should lose out on the opportunity and he should forget a halacha? And this is why Rashi brings the other pirush, and even brings the other pirush first, that it was because of a particular punishment and that's why Moshe Rabbeinu actually forgot the halacha. The Rebbe then goes on and speaks about a very, very fascinating thing that's hinted in this Rashi. The Rebbe says that this idea that Moshe Rabbeinu forgets a halacha, we find in another place as well. In the story with Zimri, when Zimri goes ahead and does the Aveder with Kosbi Bastur, and Moshe Rabbeinu forgets the halacha there also, until Pinchas comes, around, uh, comes along and says what the halacha is, that we need to kill Zimri, and so on. And the question is, why is it specifically in this case, in these two cases where Moshe Rabbeinu forgets the halacha? And the Rebbe explains this in a fascinating way. The Rebbe says, the moment we have a situation of... A halacha being forgotten and being then said over a second time um, that now Moshe Rabbeinu remembers it, this itself is already going to be in some way seemingly diminishing the power, the originality of that halacha. The Gemara actually says it's more difficult to learn something that you forgot and need to relearn. There's already some sort of problem in something that had the concept of shikha forgetfulness in it. And because of this, the Eibushter didn't want it in any other halacha. Moshe Rabbeinu should forget the halacha because then, in a certain way, the Yidden are also losing out by being given over this halacha now, this forgotten halacha that they could have heard at a previous time, and now they're only being given over after it has been forgotten. The Abishta specifically chose two halachos that Moshe Rabbeinu should forget, in which case the Yidden would not lose out. Why? Because these are halachos that really couldn't have been said by Moshe Rabbeinu. They had to been said by someone else or brought about in a different way. The reason for this is because in a certain way, Moshe Rabbeinu was not impartial when it came to these halachis. When it comes to the story of Zimri, so the yidn complained to Moshe Rabbeinu and said, if you're going to tell us that these Midianite women are asur, then who allowed you to marry Tzipoyra, who was Bas Yisra, who came from Midian? In the story of Benoist Tzlavchad. The Benoit Slavchad turned to Moshe Abeinu and say that our father Tslavchad wasn't from the people, from the congregation of Qairak that fought against you. That means in both of these cases, Moshe Rabbeinu seemingly had a little bit of an interest. And in, in other words, he was a bit biased to a certain extent, and therefore it wouldn't really be appropriate for him to paskin directly these two alochis. And this is why the to cause the Dafkin, these two alochis, where there's going to be no loss by Moshe Rabbeinu forgetting it, because in a certain way it's better that Moshe Rabbeinu doesn't say the halacha directly, in one case that Pinchot says it, in the other case that Moshe Rabbeinu has to ask Hashem what the halacha is, because in these particular cases, since Moshe Rabbeinu couldn't have said it anyways, so there's no loss by him giving it over now, and forgetting the halacha originally, and giving it over in this particular way.